Yo, what's up? Welcome back to Devil's Advocate, a video game podcast. I'm here with my friend Keaton Kirby. Keaton, what's up, man? Nothing much, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just got your ass kicked in Apex Legends. Don't lie. Don't lie to the listeners. You just got your ass handed to you. And now. I would say, uh, we fi- I finished third. You finished third. Match. Wow. Now, wow. uh,. Once we want to dive into it, yeah, that's going to be my little rant real quick because I know we can't spend too long. Because last time we had thirty minutes of anime. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, let's jump right back into that man. Attack on Titan. Oh my god, (laughs) that episode by the way has four hundred views. So maybe we need to talk about anime more. Yeah, we have four hundred views on this podcast. On the last one, yeah. Hey, people. <laughs> I was just like under this assumption because like you and I were talking about prior to it is uh, we used to be able to or work together prior time. Found out we had a lot of common ground. Um, we worked in the same area. Used to probably what hang out at least once a week, sometimes yeah. two or three times a week. Yeah, we go grab of it, together. It wasn't good for my body. <laughs> Not mine either. But uh, yeah, we uh, I was able to shoot the I don't know, we can't I don't know if we cussed or not, but shoot the nah, crap, you, can you know, shoot the shit. It's all right. Yeah, had a good time. Um, and then with COVID hit, really, we weren't able to or have not been able to. And, of course, I've been working from home, which is it's kind of odd because we actually do only live like 20 miles from – not even 20 miles from one another. So, like a 25-minute yeah. drive. Yeah. Um, I guess you that's had a baby. part of not knowing enough. That is true. But hopefully we'll, you know, eventually, because I know you got your own place now, we can set up a little area and maybe we can start uh, I grabbing some mics. whiskey and – Having it live, you know, yeah, I, shortly. But yeah, that's you know, we started out just to you know catch up, and that's pretty yeah, cool exactly. that like there's more listeners than like ten. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, like, man, exactly. Now I will admit, like the first few episodes, especially in, like the Kirby Brothers ones, it, I think we would have like, uh, obviously they would go up and down. You know, they'd be in like the forties or the fifties or whatever. Uh, but then there would be like, it would say your estimated audience size was like six or seven or something like that. So it was like right. six se- six or seven people consistently listening while, you know, other people are just coming and going, which is fine. Yeah, I think the name change may have helped a little bit too. Yeah, like, I think so too. The Kirby's brother almost sounds like, dude, are these like the Super Mario brothers or just Kirby's super fans yes. and that's all they talk about? Dude, Kirby? if if <laughs> I can grow a mustache, and I know you can, like if we would shave that and then like <laughs> for Halloween we dress up like the Mario brothers, <laughs> that would be great. But, that that's would pretty be cool. Great. I'm, yeah. No of listens. I mean, if anyone's out there, I know we probably create some kind of outlet so people can contact us. Um, I don't know, like, what did you like about it? Because that would be interesting to find out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that would be good. Be sure to uh, add comments and stuff to the podcast pages and all that good good jazz. Uh, Keaton, uh, obviously a lot of news came out over the past few weeks. We had a little lull last week. We didn't do a podcast, which is fine. Uh, I know we, me and you both had some stuff going on, so that's good. Uh, this week ended up being free and wanted to do this right before the Super Bowl. This episode will probably drop on. Let's go Bengals. It's the year of the Tiger for a reason. Yeah, I'm pro- well, I might drop it immediately after this, as long as I don't have to edit anything. Um, so I'm going to drop it after this probably, and then we'll have another episode up. Uh, but, yes, go Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even watch football. I don't know nothing. I don't pretend to know nothing. It's Joe- Who's Joe Burrows? Yeah, he's the Bengals quarterback. All right, cool. Go Joe Burrows. Drop back at Joe Burrow. <laughs> That's Bur- yeah, Joe Burrow, yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything. I'm not going to pretend to know anything. 
Uh, it's I, one of them things. Um, uh, I'll fill it in real quick. Sports talk. This will get us yeah, to six hundred listeners. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go right ahead. <laughs> um, Cincinnati is just one of them. First of all, it's a small. I wouldn't say small city. I couldn't tell you the demographics of it, but it's based off of the um, Pennsylvania, Ohio, like three state city area, whatever it's called. So I know you got like not I guess state, but there's Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Cleveland, uh, kind of all in that general area. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cincinnati is a team that has not won the Super Bowl yet. Went there twice and lost twice. So they did not – I guess you can look at the, like, the betting odds. They were nowhere near close to the betting odds of even getting there this year. Um, and it's just kind of cool because it is the Cinderella team. So when my team's not in it, which they're probably going to be in it for years, um, shout out Panthers. Ah, um, they're not going to be in it but ever. <laughs> I didn't, ever well, again. I mean, they, made it, they made it twice too, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I, I, can't, I can't say that because uh, a lot of times you can just get one player. Uh, Who takes the <laughs> We're not jump deep into that. I was just saying, Cincinnati, Cinderella team, no one thought they'd be here. Um, defensive line for the Rams is insane. The offensive line for the Cincinnati is not great. So, more or less, the majority of people are like, yeah, they're probably not going to win. Um, but, hey, I think it's a cool thing. I'm glad they're there. I, I, I listened to a podcast called Around the NFL. Um, one of the guys on there, his name was Chris Wesley. Um, shout out to him. Um, you know, back in the away. day, I was a big fan of ESPN's Around the Horn. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of cool because the like podcasting the world. Oh. And Around the NFL is actually kind of like that because it's kind of, I would say, go- uh, not goofy, but it's got a, a better demeanor about it where it's not taking things too seriously. But it was one I listened to for years. And um, wrestling was, he's from Cincinnati, and he passed away this past year. And um, it's pretty interesting following this along with, some of his best friends on this podcast, as well as like they bring his wife on, who is actually a Rams fan, but she's also like in this battle of like, is like she thinks it's her, you know, deceased husband in a way yeah. that's like spiritually, like, hey, like this is for you, you know. So it's pretty cool. So that kind of makes me want to cheer for Cincinnati a little bit more, and hopefully they pull it off. Um, so go Bengals, <laughs> go Bengals, Bengals, go get them, Bengals. <laughs> Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so a lot of video game news the past uh, couple of weeks. I will say one thing I want to bring up just at the start of the, the thing. I want to talk about, obviously, what we're playing at the start. Um, and then we can kind of get into some different topics, such as the Bungie purchase from Sony and the Uncharted movie and anything I'm missing. Okay. Is there anything I'm missing? Uh, I mean, you know, I don't we got to talk about the Nintendo Directs. Oh, yeah, Nintendo Direct. I forgot yeah, about that, that as was, well. That was pretty solid. That um, was very solid. Uh, and for big news pieces, I would say that's probably the majority of it. I think that's um, all I we can cover in an hour 15. <laughs> yeah, and we can touch on the Elden Ring, you know. Um, you can. I, am, maybe, I don't know maybe anything drop, about but... Elden Ring. <laughs> you could... Well, I'll start off with what I'm playing real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, so go ahead. So, that way we can, um, so, yes, the new season of Apex Legends just dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to call this the patent rant of the week. I don't know. We got right, some ahead. kind of name for it. Rant boy. Um, obviously it's a new model that's taken over the gaming industry. Um, it does seem to work quite well with certain games that at least have the player base, including Apex Legends, which is huge, just carrying EA in some ways because Battlefield just completely shat the bed. Yep. Um, but my biggest issue with these ongoing games is this, and I understand it's got to be super hard for the developer because it's like a, Always moving target. Yep. So this season, this is the twelfth season, third year anniversary of this game. They had a percent of, we'll call it auto aim on gamepad based 
you know, systems and players. Yeah, yeah. They decided to adjust it this season. And it's the weirdest thing because I know I'll get adjusted to it, hopefully. Yeah. But it took it from a value that was a little higher, so it helped you get more or less aim to a value that's a little lower. Oh, okay. So it doesn't it, help you as much it, now. Right. It throws it off right now. And it's so weird because it's like this just doesn't – even though it's such a – because it's really not – like it was like a 0.6 value to a 0.4, and I couldn't tell you what it is based off of, if it's like a dead zone thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like once you like lock on to the – I guess magnetism is what I call it in some ways. Yeah. I don't really know exactly how it – but you can feel a difference. And it's one of those weirdest things when you play a game for pretty much three years on and off – and they just adjust it by this small value, and you're like, this does not feel right. It does not feel good. It does not feel right. Something is off. And that's pretty much the first thing. And the second thing, and this is the rant that I'm going on, and this is why I want to – this value was adjusted because of PC players. Right. So we have a couple of friends we play in PC lobbies, crossplay. Dude, PC is superior by far than gamepad. I don't care who you are, what you do, how you yeah. do it. The way you can lock with a mouse, it is so much easier. You can snap lock. Unless you're it's me. so much easier. <laughs> the only thing that made a difference is the auto aim when you're, you know, aim assist when you're actually hip firing did, I would say, gave a controller advantages at that point in time. Yeah. But, dude, in these matches we played, 90% of the matches, we would get in long-range altercations and we couldn't even push these PC players because how well they can snap. And I'm just sitting there in my head, like, these guys complain so much. Like, why do you sit there and do an adjustment to cater to an already superior system with already field of view enhancements that, you know, console players are not going to get? I'm pretty sure it already runs at a higher frames per second, as in Hertz. So I'm sitting there in my head, like, how and why did you adjust these values from an already superior platform in some ways? And then you're going to turn around, and there's this thing called um, strafing, like jump strafing, which is an impossible movement in the game, and only PC players can more or less do it. And they don't even remove that. And if, you, if you're if you a gamepad controller and you get on with one of these people who can really do this well, yeah. you might as well just throw all your armor and guns down because you're not going to win the fight. Yeah. So, like, it blows my mind that he's, like, I, they're listening to this community. Well, they just need to turn crossplay off for PC then. Well, that's the other thing is, like, it kind of irritates me is, um, like, you want to be able to play with your friends. And with the way yeah. the ecosystem is moving forward, and, like, and this is kind of what Microsoft is, you know, hoping and planning on doing is we do want to get to a place where you can play across the board with everyone. Yeah. I just want all games in some ways to be fair. And people are like, oh, man, if you're really good and can play at high sensitivity, that's because you're really good. To me, it's just like if you really want to be fair, you have to find some kind of common ground because like, it's not fair that some person can be born into a situation where they get a $3,000 PC gaming rig yeah. and then your parents have to save all year to buy a 1X, yeah. which is probably super expensive. Like. And then you're going to sit there and throw out complaints like this. Like, I understand it's going to be an ongoing thing because yeah. of what is happening with this ecosystem. Um, because, like, some, like, Halo doesn't really have the issue as much because, for whatever reason, the values, I guess, of the aim assist, I think, like, it, it's not as bad. There is no aim assist on PC. I learned that the other day. Well, there, I don't think there's aim assist on the majority of PC because of Yeah, the way but the I realized why I was so trash because I'm using a <laughs> controller. And all my friends have oh, aim assist, and I'm using a controller on PC, and it still doesn't give you aim assist, even if you're using okay, a controller. Yeah. Now that's a little odd. Yeah, yeah. they got to think that. Yeah, that's dude. the other thing too. I just thought I was trash. <laughs> <laughs> can you turn it on somehow? No. Apparently there is. So th- there's a way if you don't touch the if you don't touch your keyboard at all, 
and you plug in your controller and you have it on the whole time. But I use, when I'm playing PC games, I use uh, a DualShock controller. I use the, the PS5 controller, right? Because I just don't like yep. Xbox controllers. It's, no offense to Xbox, that's just not the controller I'm used to. Uh, so I use that. But if my finger touches the touchpad at all, it recognizes that as the mouse pad on your computer. Oh, uh, okay. So while I'm playing, I'll accidentally tap that, then boom, no aim assist for Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, well, it's awful. There's a lot of room for uh, improvement. That's just my rant. Like, I know we're going towards a cross-play system and a cross-play yeah, world. I think uh, there should be little boxes where you could just say, you know, between consoles, check. Crossplay between consoles, check. Or crossplay between PC, X, or check. Well, I, I there is in some games, but my thing is, how about we just do it for input device? Yeah. So that way, if you do want to play with someone with a PC, like you, for instance, who's playing the controller, my cousin I play with all the time, he grew up playing controller, he bought yeah. a gaming rig, you know, PC gaming rig, and the only time he uses it is for, like, RTSs. Yeah. And he'll actually use gamepads. So we've been playing a bunch of Rainbow Six Extinction. Extraction. Extraction. How do you like that, by the way? I haven't played much of it. I know. I guess, I guess we got to finish. So what's the what we playing? Because my rant of Apex <laughs> ran into this crossplay stuff. No, that's good. Um, it's actually a lot better and more, I wouldn't say, I guess it's a lot better, more fun than I expected. That's good. And also, kudos to them. In this day and age, it runs... Pristine. I've had no issues running it right now. No, like it's running. I don't. I'm not sure the Series X. To be honest with you, I haven't looked it up. But 60 frames per second at least. Right. Um, I'm yeah. playing on a monitor that's not 4K now, so I, don't, I can't look up that 4K um, 120. Which I know they sit there yeah. and say like Series X is going to be able to perform or do that. I guess you would say. I don't see it happening unless it's like the last game on the console and somehow they optimize the shit out of it to squeeze out a game that runs 4K 120. Because yeah. that is that, that is hard. Dude. There's PC rigs that can't even do that right now. Right. And um, But with that being, like, it, it runs, it plays. Um, they're doing exactly like every other game where they're wanting to use it as a games of a service, um, mm-hmm. long life ahead of it. It's one of those things where I don't see why they didn't just release it as, like, a DLC, I guess you can say. Yeah. Because there is no PvP. It's us PvE. Yeah. But... I'm going to be honest, I, I played got, it and had no idea what was going on, and we might have played one game, and we were just like, eh. Well, see, that's what, it's, it's so funny, because I played it, and I did the VR training. Yeah. And at first, I was like, okay, it's all right. It moves slower than most shooters, because um, yeah, yeah. of Rainbow, but it's got, you know, wants to be a little yeah, more tactical, tactical and whatnot. Yeah. Well, I saw my cousin, because I told him to download it. So by the time I got on again, and he was online, dude, he already dropped like 11 hours in it. Damn. So I was just like instead of doing more training and familiars myself, like it's so much easier just to play alongside with him and him feel you in yeah. than it was to, to just go through the menus or the narration from, yeah. you know, like, and that made it a whole lot better. Cause now we're to the point where we're playing. Um, and we haven't really got, cause we're kind of grinding my characters right, right now. His characters yeah. are kind of more grinded out, which is a dude, by the way, kind of a dope mechanic in the game. And I kind of wish it could be explored even like multiplayer wise, like mm-hmm. even through like apex legends, for instance, so, like, your character went down, right? Yeah, yeah, you have to extract it, them. You, yeah, if you don't extract them, they're out for a X amount of time. And if their health goes down, same thing. You have to wait for them to heal up. And that's, like, in a weird way, like, that's kind of stupid. Then it, like, but it forces you to use these other players, yep. these other kits. And it was kind of, like, and the way they kind of weaved it into the narrative of that game, I was like, that's kind of impressive. Like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Cool. At first, I was like, it's going to suck. But then I'm like, 
this is kind of cool. I have to use this different character now. And yeah. then you're like, oh, I kind of like this guy. So it's kind of wicked. Like even like Apex Legends, let's say you play one match or three matches with the same character or something like that. Next game, they're locked out just because you didn't get a win or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, do something cool like that to force players to, uh, I don't know, do something else. But um, I don't know. It's a cool mechanic. It should be explored a little more. It'd be kind of cool, like the new Batman game. Like, imagine if you're playing as Batgirl and she goes Oh, down. dude, I'm so excited yeah. for that Batman game. So, I'm like, the glad next it didn't get delayed. Suicide Squad. <laughs> right? I was oh, more yeah, excited for Suicide Squad it. than Arkham Knights or whatever. Yeah. And this is free for all those developers out there because it's a cool idea because you have four players. So then as Red Hood, you got to go get Batgirl out or you can't use her until you save her. Yeah, that would <laughs> like, be cool. How cool is it? It sucks that that game's uh, only two players. Yeah. But, yeah, that's – um. I've been playing that Rainbow. I played a little bit of Dying Light again. I waited for the 104 patch that came out. I enjoy it. It's like... I didn't play the first imagine, one, so... Yeah, it's like Skyrim, to be honest with you, but like... And then what I mean by that is the combat's very similar, but they embed it in a way you can move in like parkour, which is really cool. So actually, yeah. I think the combat's a lot, I guess, engaging than Skyrim in some ways. Um the chases are really cool. It's like Grand Theft Auto with zombies. <laughs> so that's that's kind of cool. Um, the story, which is from what all the reviewers and stuff, like that's probably the portion that gets the most mixed reactions. So I haven't really got that far in it yet to really be like, hey, this you know X Men character X kind of storyline. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird, and and now we've talked about this before with like expectations, like even like you want to see in movies and whatnot. Yeah. I feel like I'm already bracing for it. So, like, am I really giving the game its due diligence? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And a perfect example, and if anyone can go back and listen to this, I had to call Tanner, was it two years ago, on The Last of Us 2? Yeah. Because when I beat that game, I was irate. I think it is – I think it's a terrible story. I mean, again, <laughs> you guys need to go and, you know, listen to that story in some concepts or aspects. But, like – it's that just story. me disagreeing with him most of the time. <laughs> and again, it is probably based off of the reviews because everybody's like, phenomenal story, wraps up this, wraps up that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But to me, it was just like Dragon Ball Z. Let's just add another big. And when I mean that, like big villain, I could not stand that. And I, I got to throw this out here again because I want people to know this. Yeah. Literally, the story, spoiler alert, is based off of a character in the first game that is more or less killed Yeah. per some person who seeks nothing but revenge on X person. And I shouldn't say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably everybody knows story. the characters. And it blows my mind that they even go to the point during the game to make narration per like people in the game. Like you shoot John the knee and Abby would be like, no, I shouldn't say Abby. That's the main character. Some other girl, Natalie would be like, Oh no, John. And yeah. then she comes to go help John and he crack her in the head with a damn sledgehammer or something. And her brains are all over the, so yeah, yeah. in my head, I'm like, literally you just killed the parents of Chris. And next game, Chris is coming after you. So yeah, it's like, yeah, I know. You're, you're like, literally doing nothing but creating a loop. And yeah. there's no way to end the loop. And the story didn't end the loop other than the fact that it Ellie did loop was just in like, the loop. It just ended for Ellie, but you just massacred 2,000 other people. So how are you not going to have possibly 2,000 other people who created another loop that are going to come after you? So there's no happen. way. It's the end of the world. No, no, no. What's going to no, happen? There's, there's just no way. Like, that's, I'm that's just the telling you, Keaton, if you so hurt my bad, dog man. in any way, I'm coming with the golf club and your braids are getting <laughs> blasted. That's all I'm saying. I'm... Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. I'm just getting you sent, and you just proved my point. You're just going to have that loop over and over again. So, like, to me, it's just cheap writing because you can literally write into the loop 
over and over again. Now, I believe there will be a Last of Us Part 3. And in some way, somehow... You think we're getting that remake? This, this was... Yeah, we are going to get that remake for sure, because why not? <laughs> but if it wraps up the story oh in The Last of Us 2... Will I really get good. it? Like, do I want to? Yeah. Not really. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't really care. Yeah. I would like a Uncharted Drake's Fortune remake rather than a Last of Us. Because <laughs> well, I mean, I can still I can play Last of Us today, and it feels great. Yeah. The Last of Us still looks great because um, the, the HBO, HBO show. I understand yeah. that, but why don't you release like a two pack of the first two games and say it's a remaster or some shit? <laughs> well, and throw in throw in the uh, factions multiplayer with it, and then say, okay, yeah. there you go. Yep. There is rumors, and there's actually rumors, and I can't tell you where I read this on, but supposedly it might be a Battle Royale game. And I was thinking, how cool would it be in a that weird way? Cool. I wouldn't put like a lot of players on there, because I think it would be better if you had the clickers in there. I would like, like more like a DayZ. Yeah, there's a, by the way, there's a game coming to Xbox called The Day Before. Or yeah, the I, day saw after, that. Like I saw that. that. It, looks, it cool. looks pretty sick. It, it is looks like a modern DayZ like, yeah. MMO-ish thing. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Other than Pokemon Arceus, I'm still grinding that game out. I just wish like five or six, man. Okay, like, well, I haven't it. even got that far. I'm I'm still in four. Uh, which area you at? Because you can get you can go through the areas of um, doing your start the, the mountain one. Is it like muddy? Yeah, and there's like gravelers and swamps. Okay, yeah. So after that, spoilers. <laughs> after that, <laughs> it just does like a coastland and I think a snowy mountain, maybe I believe. Gotcha. I think that's it. And I just got past the coastland. But here's the problem with that game. You can finally catch a Growlithe. Yeah. And that Growlithe is super, super rare spawn, dude. So I'm sitting there going back to my camp and resting. for. Like, I probably yeah. did this for two hours. And I caught two Growlithe. And then, again, I'm sorry, listeners, and I'm not being sexist about this. But, like, they're both females. And I'm like, man, if I'm going to get an Arcanine, like, he's got to be a male, dude. <laughs> I don't want him to be, like... Super mean and aggressive, you know. Like I just, you know, so I had to sit there. I bet if you could find a heavy one, they'd probably be male. Well, I finally, yeah, I got a. Um, now who's sexist? I'm just kidding. Nah, nah. <laughs> but I got a. Um, I did finally catch a male, and I put him in my party. Good. And it's really weird because Pokemon didn't have you know uh, sexes, I guess you'd say originally. Yeah. But like, there's so there's so many Pokemon that like I feel like have to be a female. Yeah. Or have to be a male. Yeah, it's just in my head. Like, well, I know really they've got weird. feminine qualities and stuff like that. Yeah, and if they did a little bit of adjustments, and I think they are trying to do that. Wait going a minute, forward, is, is Machoke and Machamp are there female Machokes and Machamps? There is. See, that's what that's that's weird to be. Exactly. Like you, you see what I'm coming at. Now. I see where like, you're coming. You from. would want a male Machoke all the way up through Machamp, right? Like you would yeah. want a male. But now, like, in the future... Game, I mean, it would be cool there, if there was, like, female Machoke and Machamp and she had, like, different hairstyle where she doesn't look like Brock Lesnar. I honestly put, like, and a hair like, bra on her, give her some breasts. And no, no, I don't want that. Dude. I just, like, <laughs> no. just throw her a longer hair, like, give her bigger scales or something. Yeah, and they could do something like that to make it, you know, like you said, give it a little more feminine qualities. Um, yeah, but just yeah, show me the difference, here. you know? Great game. That's what I've been playing, so <laughs> that's pretty much it for now. Uh, did you know that Horizon game didn't Zero have Dawn, battles? Way, Friday. Did you know that game didn't did have battles? Like, battles Which, between other players? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, online battle? Yeah, yeah I, did. I didn't know that. That kind of pisses me off, because I'm like, dude, because my goal is always to get level 100 Machamp and then level him up till he's the best Pokemon in the game. And uh, now I just kind of like, I don't really want to, because I don't have anybody to battle. <laughs> dude, I don't know. No it's one's going to step up to the plate, so. <laughs> they need to, the next iteration needs to be this. Yeah. Where it doesn't look like terrible dog shit. Yeah. But also add the battles back. Um, I don't think they're going to do that. And the only reason why I say that is because I think it's going to be two different spinoffs. And I don't know if the main series, um, like the Sword and Shield or whatever, will be adopting the way this game looks. Because that's what I think most people want, right? Yeah. Elite Four kind of thing. Eight gym battles. Like open world exploration. Like let's do this. Um, and it'd be even more cool if they did it kind of like, instead of doing it like hub areas where they could eventually do it to the point where it's like, you're literally, you start at like Pallet Town and it's completely open and you can accidentally, I mean, of course, what's really cool about the games is they do gatekeep you with like certain HMs, I guess you would say from like the Kanto game, like the original, yeah. and you can still do that. That would be a cool way. Cause like you walk into a cave and you can't see anything back in the day on the 2d cave, people sit there mapped out. So you can go through, it's like, was it mountain? cornet or comet or whatever Something and people like that, yeah. mapped out the cave in the dark and you could sit there and you could still see the ladders because it showed like a lot on the ladders yep and we were getting through them caves without ever using flash because at that point you couldn't remove the move and i was like hell yeah. my pikachu is not learning flash you know, like, yeah exactly it ain't happening yeah <laughs> uh, but in a 3d world man good luck <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah i'm excited for that series because this game is the first one that's kind of like got me like they they can do more with this to actually like make, make it, it decent. I believe it's selling extremely well, which oh, is yeah. I mean, you brought this up and it's not doing two versions. And I think it's one of them things where like my, I bought it for my little uh, nephew. It's his seven year old birthday. Yeah, seven year old. Now. It was his seventh birthday, and he was having a hard time because there is a lot of dialogue in this game. Oh so my god! First just of press all, A. Just press A and hope for the best. That'll make it a little more appealing to younger kids if you would actually add voiceovers yeah your main character don't worry about it everyone else you know that's going to have like these massive dialogues give them some voiceovers yeah Yeah. um second to that is like my brother and i who are you know in our 30s now dude we're loving it so i feel like it's the actual grown-up aged up pokemon game it's kind of and as well as selling i'm hoping pokemon turns around says hey maybe we actually need to worry about the 20 through 40 age group and figure yeah. out how to create, you know. I mean, the next game could be a dope Pokemon Dark Souls, man. You're walking through, Arcanine comes out of nowhere, like rips your head off. I don't want to be blood. pissed off while playing Pokemon. <laughs> the screen pops up and says, you blacked out. Yeah, exactly. Like, you are dead. <laughs> you you got to start all the way back in Palatown. <laughs> no, you wake up at the Pokemon Center, and it's just a, you know, a hot-ass Nurse Joy. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm just messing with you guys. Um, let's see. I've been playing Pokemon. Obviously, I'm still playing Legends Arceus, and I've started back playing Horizon Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, just trying to, you know, I never beat the first game. Uh, I started it, you know, got pretty far, and then stopped for a while. I think you know around that time that game came out, there was a lot of other games out at that time that I was playing as well. Um, so was. I never, I never finished it. So I'm going back to it, trying to finish it. But I'll tell you, the graphics are great. The gameplay is great. I don't give a damn about the story. 
I don't know what the hell's going on. It doesn't interest me. I understand there's robot dinosaurs. I understand that it's like post-apocalypse and there's these little tribes and stuff. I just don't give a damn. And and I feel bad. But I'm the same way with Killzone. I'm the same way with Killzone. I love Killzone's gameplay. I love the graphics. It's very pretty. Both of those series are very pretty. I don't give a damn about Killzone. Yeah. Hey, I'm excited. I know. I know. There's so many people that are excited you know, even my roommates back in college, they were like, you know, I loved Horizon. The story was so good in Horizon. I'm like, really? Because I don't, I'm not, you know, I, granted, I haven't beat the game, obviously, yet. Uh, yeah. But I'm just kind of like, eh. And it kind of makes me, uh, it kind of makes me want to wait to get Horizon. Uh, instead of just buying would, it straight off the bat. Man, my PS5 just collects dust these days, so I got to get it right off the bat. Because, yeah. first of all, the game does look phenomenal. It does. I'm it hoping they, um, I hope they iron out a couple of my things with that game. Um, you were alluding to this, and it's yeah. really weird that this is, could be happening again. It released like two weeks prior to Breath of the Wild, yeah. which is probably known as one of the greatest games of all time. Yep. This game is releasing a week before Elden Ring. Yeah. And from what I've heard about Elden Ring, it may go down as probably one of the now best games of all Elden time. Ring on PlayStation? Nah, I get it on Xbox. Coward. <laughs> I got well. I got it for the digital, um, and I wish Elden Ring would do crossplay because that would be dope yeah, if man. you were to get it. Because my brother and I can share. And, I didn't um, know Elden Ring was multiplayer, so. Oh uh, yeah, it is. He's a big Skyrim fan. And to me, this looks like um, same vein, big open world RPG, and it would be kind of cool. Where if you know, if we wanted to, like, I can create a class. He can create a class. He can join my game, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I just got it. So hopefully that we can get some more you know time in. Um, but going back to Horizon. You're probably not going to understand the story because I didn't really understand it that much either. Like, even beating it, I had to go back and um, look it up. And the story's not bad. It's it's almost like a Terminator story. Yeah. And what I mean by that is human creates something, something goes obviously wrong. That's something which you obviously know it's in the video game. Yeah. Pretty much, um, Takes over you the know, world. devastated the world. But what's really the the big spin on it, which is really interesting. You mind if I spoil it for you? Because no, no, there's no. a lot of people. I watched a bunch of videos and stuff because um, I, you know, I skipped through most of these cutscenes. I tried my best to listen to all of them, especially at the <laughs> beginning. And now, I, like after meeting these random tribes and meeting the leaders of these tribes, and I just don't care. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just gonna watch a YouTube video to tell me what happened. Yeah. I'm okay with finding some birds and shit, but. <laughs> but yeah, that's pre- the story portion that gets to it is I can't remember the scientist's name that your Aloy is technically a DNA clone of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like she practically realized like there's no way we're saving Earth anymore. Yeah, and the only way to save Earth is to actually have a post plan to save Earth. So yeah. after so many years go by, maybe we can recreate and repopulate kind of thing based off of DNA and genetic sequencing and cloning and all kinds of crazy stuff. So that's pretty cool when it's called Gaia, you know, yeah. like, which is kind of cool. Like Greek mythology, isn't that like the Titan yeah. or something? Gaia, yeah, yeah, Gaia is the Titan, the Earth Titan. So it's just, just cool stuff like that that actually kind of made, you know, interest because not going to say this to be fear-mongering, but it's something that you could see happen. Yeah. Like in our reality. Yeah, definitely. I don't think robot dinosaurs are going to be a thing, but. <laughs> Dude, that'd be dope. <laughs> Chris Pratt. Jurassic World, whatever for Robo Robot dinosaurs. God, you see the trailer for that movie, dude? The I want to be one? excited for it. I You're no excited for like, it, and it looks trash. I said I wanted to be. 
It looks trash. Dude, here's my thing about that, which would be really cool. Instead of doing like Chris Pratt following like, whatever storyline it would be, because it is kind of interesting. Because I mean, we've used dolphins in World War II to like disarm mines, for instance. Yeah, yeah. So like the whole aspect prior to like the second one and the first one for like some kind of military application. Yeah. It kind of makes sense. Well, now they're like running wild, and I guess they're breeding like wild too. I'm not too sure. Based off the trailer, it looks like well, that. Well, it's but, like, basically me, they're, like, they're all they're they're set free on uh, the world, basically. Yeah, but what if we made an isolated story, for instance, of each one and like Jurassic stories instead of like doing this world where you're following it? Because like the coolest scene in that whole trailer was whatever that water dinosaur is. That thing is oh, yeah. sick, and I'm sitting here in my head like. Imagine if you had a whole movie about that thing. That's just Jaws. You know, like, taking out some, like... Yeah, but, dude, That's it's the dinosaur, though. That's the Megalodon. You're not wrong, but I'm just saying, like, you could do so many, like, cool things with, like... Instead of saying, hey, every dinosaur that's ever existed, let's throw them in here and, like, make something happen. Like, just what if, hypothetically, the movie is... You know, you're sitting there and you go with your family of four and you're camping and the rest of the movie is trying to get out of Yellowstone National Park because the T-Rex is ravaging through it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that'd be kind of cool, right? It would be you cool. Know? But, um, yeah, that was just another little rant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just been what playing those playing? two. Just those two. I haven't played anything else. Yeah. I play, I've been playing GTA 4, but I think I mentioned that on the last show. Yeah. Um, did I, you do, I don't, I, you're a big Old Republic fan, right? Did you, uh, or not, so whatever, did you buy that on Switch? Or no? Nice the Old Republic? No, I didn't buy that on Switch, but only because yeah. I played it 20 billion times, and I'm just going to play the remake, so there's no point yeah. in getting it. I haven't played it. I have been so playing the, I played the Old Republic, the MMO, for a little while. Uh, gotcha. But all my friends kind of bounced out of it, so then it was just me running around. So. Gotcha. Still fun, though, especially after watching Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian <laughs> and stuff like that. It gets you, uh, it gets you to come back, man, that's for sure. <laughs> Gets you to code back. Uh, do you want to get into the news? Yep. All right. So I guess the big one. So there's two big ones, right? Well, let's start with the little one first. Let's start with the little one. Uncharted movie came out. I want you to guess. We'll we'll go ahead and look real quick. We'll go ahead and give you an update. But I want you to guess what the Rotten Tomatoes store uh, score is for Uncharted. Man, normally I would be like terrible, like between fifteen to twenty-five. But it does have some star power, you know. So I'm okay. thinking Mark Wahlberg and uh, what's his name? Spider-Man. Can't think of his name right now. I feel like they can carry it a little bit. Okay. Someone give a solid 33. <laughs> Close. Close. They're at a roughly 48% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, that's not bad. That's, that's trash. better than I thought. That's trash. Hey, hey, hey. It's not certified fresh, but it's not fresh. You're not right. splat 60, though. So you're only twelve percent off from being hypothetically a movie that most people would say you should see it or not should see. It. At forty eight, you're almost at a fifty fifty. What's funny though is looking at the the reviews for it, they're really not trashing it. They're not saying it's awful. They're just saying yeah. that it's average. Which I, yeah, I mean, I'm okay we with that. that, right? <laughs> yeah, like I'm okay with that. I didn't expect it to be life changing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It's to me, it's like, first of all, that movie or that series is based off of probably one of the best movies some people would argue or franchise with Indiana Jones, right? Yeah. So you're really just making a modern-day Indiana Jones based off an IP that was kind of based off an IP. Yeah. So first of all, it's doing nothing 
do. I know we, you know, circling back, but like if you did Horizon Zero Dawn as a movie, that's new. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing really out there with robot dinosaurs. You no, know what I'm saying? Like so you could do some. Oh, it would, but you can do some pretty cool stuff with that. And like even The Last of Us is not new. But the only thing about The Last of Us is it does have a with. Honestly, The Walking Dead kind of did this too, but you're trying to bring it back down to more of a character story yeah, within yeah. that environment. Yeah, it's very original. So, like, and also it's HBO. I know Dr- uh, Druckmann's involved, I think, quite a bit. So, like, that one I'm pretty hyped on. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be great. Too, we're, yeah, we're going to be like, that's probably going to be a phenomenal. And I'm hoping they do enough to, like, enough with it that we're caught off guard. And what I mean by that is, like, I want a little bit of Game of Thrones stuff. Because, first of all, yeah, I want some stuff to change last of us two, you're immediately caught off guard, which is. Awesome, you know. There's yeah, so yeah, many yeah. people that were disappointed in that portion. Yeah. That didn't bother me actually in the Last of Us too, because like you could see that coming, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you not it's not saying you see it in the story building up to it coming, but the fact that what he did and how he did it after what went wrong, of course you're going to have some enemies, right? You know, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. it's a brutal world, so it's like nothing's off you know limits there. So yeah, I saw that coming in a way. Um, and then like with the way his brother acted to it, it was actually more surprising to be honest with you, because in the like first it. game, your brothers. Right, but the first game, your brother's just kind of like, hey, man, I don't want you to stain you know, what I got going on here. Yeah. And then in the second one, he's like, you killed my brother, bro. And like one of the coolest missions in the game. Him sniping? Abby, yeah, you're, you're going against him as that. Like, it is a dope mission. You oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so there's some really cool stuff um, with the, in that story. I know I sound bad. I'm just talking about the overall thing. Overarching story is what I'm mad at, yeah. but yeah, that story is going to be go- dope. Um, and I hope you know I, I fully trust that. Uncharted, like I said, dude, it's based off an IP, based off an IP. <laughs> I mean, like, do you think it's going to do well? I do not think it's going to do well. You don't think it's going to do well? I think Jackass will probably make more money than it. <laughs> I think it's going to be okay. I will say, with like Mark Wahlberg possibly and Tom Holland, you, you think Tom Holland's got a little flame in his. A little, like a little flame since Spider-Man kind of riding that high. Like, people will see it because Tom Holland's in it. See, like, it's, yeah, uh, the star power possibly could bring some people in. Um, yeah. I just... Because there's people like know, me maybe. who's already got tickets, and, like, I'm, I was going regardless, but... Yeah. You, would, you watched the trailer, though, and at no point was I ever... Like, I gotta see this. Gotta see this. And, yeah. like, it's really weird because, like... Uncharted, I've never been. I played them all, beat them all. Yeah, was never a huge fan of any of them because that game is literally Uncharted Murphy's Law. Yeah, which is everything that go can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah, you know Nathan jumps and he grabs the only shingle or the only brick that in falls. a build that completely <laughs> falls. And I'm just like, I get it. It's a video game, and pretty yeah. much all video games are this way because you have to create a um, what is it called? Like a I can't think of a word right now. It's an easy word. But you got to create something in the game to be able to play it, right? Or right, right. an altercation to go yeah, through. Yeah. But, like, in that game, it's just like you're in this real world, I guess you would say. You're <laughs> just a treasure hunter. And, like, yeah. Uncharted 1 is actually probably the most grounded one, literally. And it's not, and the game's not that great, but, you're like, you're in an isolated island, and yes, a PMI, a private military or whatever, they end up showing up and they're just like, hey, you know, we're here for the same thing. Like, I get that. That's kind of cool. And the whole, you know, it's based on the island. Dude, Uncharted 2, Lynn, you're like speeding on trains with helicopters I know. now. Buildings are like crashing I like that like, they took the Uncharted 3 plane scene and they used that in the movie. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. But also, like, if you're going to do that, to just use the story from Uncharted 3. 
<laughs> like just yeah. just do yeah. that. Just because I mean the story's good in Uncharted three. That's my favorite Uncharted yeah. story. Um, yeah, I think actually Uncharted three might be the best game to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I could agree with that too. I love that game, but I mean just do Uncharted three. I'm okay with that. <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. You gotta tell me how it is because I probably won't go see it. I will. Um, and then I got Batman. Not shortly after that. So now Batman, um, I'm excited for. I'm ready to see Batman because yeah, I got tickets. So I don't know, it looks pretty dope. Um, and who doesn't like Batman? And I think the pre-screens for that came out, and they pretty much said, <laughs> I "Don't trust like Warner Brothers." I don't trust Warner Brothers. I want to trust like, Warner I think Brothers. They came out and they said it's pretty good, right? Yeah, like, but they did the same thing with Wonder Woman eighty four. Wonder Woman eighty four is a garbage movie and should be burned. Okay, to death. yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just saying, yeah. they said the same thing about BVS too, which I don't think is an awful movie, but it's not good. I just don't want Uncharted to hinder, like, because there are some, and that's the other thing too is. With what Sony has, and maybe they don't have enough, and what I guess does in like IP do exist, I just feel like they need to give them proper treatment to actually make really, really good. The casting, you know, and bad. The Last of Us, I believe, will be the first one. Like I think, actually, I take that back. I think Halo is going to be a cheesy good. I don't think it's going to be great. Are you excited? But the Paramount. Yeah, I'm excited. Man. I'm like, I, I kind of want to see like what they're going to do with it, like. And I think, um, and here's one of the reasons I'm excited for it is because I like the idea of having Chief, you know, and some, like I said, some of it looked a little off, you know, definitely with the elites, but yeah. like Halo is also just Star Trek and Star Trek has some dope scenes, man. Was yeah. it when the enterprise is going to get like, and you can do scenes that doesn't even have to have Chief in it to expand out that universe. And the, what Did is you see the Gary Winnis tweets like, yesterday? I did not. Okay, Gary Witta, obviously writer of Rogue One and all that stuff, he was tweeting yesterday and he was talking about all these movies and shows that he pitched and that didn't get made, but he has, like, writing of, like, scripts and stuff and, like, summaries of what they would have been. And one of them was a Halo series, which he pitched. And I liked his idea. His, like, first five episodes all focused on, like, Captain Keys as, like, the main character. And Master Chief didn't show up till like, episode five. So that sounded pretty dope to me. Uh, see, like, my Halo, and I've had this idea for years, and it was probably pl- planted there from somewhere else I heard it. Mine would be, you don't even know it's Halo. Yeah. You just drop it, and you just, whatever name that has some kind of galactic meaning to it, Yeah, Marines just crash. And you want to do it like, you know, it'd be kind of cool to, before, like, certain things, you know, pan out. But, like, this is the first time into the frontier, and they just crash, you know, all of a sudden, blah, 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 ship is down, we don't know what's going on sent in this like recon nothing to do with chief nothing to do with anything and literally like it be that ship was taken over by the flood yeah. and it's just a like a horror film you know like mutated other marines like attacking you and like and then they're trying to escape the ship they lose con like that would be like a really cool series and then you can flesh it out into like the over you yeah. know reaching i guess galactic tale but i don't know man it's halo I've told people, and I think we talked about it too, it actually has some really good core story to it. Mm-hmm. It's just, it did get a little long-winded and long-tooth, I guess you would say, with some yeah. of the stuff that, like, with, like, with four and five, with how they were trying to, like, continue the story. But, like, there's a lot of good stuff that, like, Halo can bring to the TV. And Paramount Plus, man, I'm just curious, because, like, I saw some of it. <laughs> it did look a little cheesy, so I'm like... 
I just want it to look good, right? It has some dope battles, and then you know we can do something with it, right? But yeah. we'll see. I think Last of Us again will be the best of the best this year, definitely when it comes out. Um, and then hopefully, like Uncharted doesn't ruin the other IP chances that could exist because I think Gears of War could make a pretty cool, you know, movie. We can turn it into like a fracking thing, like in Pennsylvania, some mega rich oilers like fracking. You know, he's yeah. like. We're so much money, and then all of a sudden, you know, the locusts just pop out and just start killing cool. people. <laughs> you know, like just throw a little bit of weird stuff in there, like yeah, that. Yeah, be but, cool. Um, and I know The Rock said that um, supposedly he's in talks or knows about a movie that either coming out at the end of the year or be announced at the end of the year. And the biggest speculation was Call of Duty on that, with him possibly being mocap for the next Call of Duty. Which is oh, he's talking about a new. I thought he saw about a movie project that had some no, he, he, significance, is, right? But the yeah, the rumors have kind of went I through saying, well, "Oh no, that was that was kind of funny." Making a, um, they made a a prediction saying that he will be within the next Call of Duty, like not this year's Call of yeah. Duty, but the following Call of Duty after being announced that he'll be in a movie, which is kind of cool because if he could tie it in, like if the movie came out three weeks prior. Yeah, you know, and then you, and of course, you don't want to play as the Rock, but the Rock could be a character, you know, kind of price for instance, you know, something like that. So yeah. that would actually be a kind of cool way of tackling something. To be honest with you, if they were to do it movie wise, because Call of Duty can do it in right, because each story is pretty much standalone right, for right, the most right. part, I guess you would say. Um, but yeah, we're talking a little too much movies, so we got to move on to the next story, um, <laughs> which we'll just go ahead and drop. Speaking of Halo, um, I don't think it's as big as it was originally because we're a little late I don't on think it. Think it is uh, either. PlayStation did acquire Bungie. Yeah. What are your overall thoughts on that? I I thought it was a big deal at first, and now I'm kind of just like, eh, it's really not that big. Um, My overall first thoughts was like, man, you guys fought for freedom from Microsoft. Yep. Went to Activision. Didn't work out again, and now you're going back. Like, I, I don't understand that portion. And I just I feel like they're just going to jump back away, too. I don't I, – I actually think their value is diminished. Because I was reading something that like I the think Destiny Sony overpaid players. Oh, they did. I think there's a lot of people that say Sony overpaid quite a bit, but it's okay that they overpaid because they did get Insomniac, yeah. which I think is probably the steal of the decade when it comes to like acquisitions or buying right, you know right, studios because right. that that studio is magic, man. But um, yeah, I don't know. At first, I was just like, it's just weird on the Bungie side, um, and I hope they have some insane IP that they're sitting on that's not Destiny. Because I, I honestly think they need to get away from Destiny. Because if you're only bringing in a million players pretty much on average outside of your peaks, is you release a new thing, within one month you may get like a quite a few back, but that's it. Yeah. Like that to me, first of all, that's never paid. The monetization is not that high on it. Um, first of all, what made Halo up through three, it even reached in some points, you know, so good. It was not really the story, or it was literally how finely tuned the multiplayer was. Yeah, you didn't have some kind of overbearing My, weapon. How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> well, I mean, there's people that love the Destiny multiplayer, but from what I've heard, I was and seen, to Halo Infinite. <laughs> right? Well, no, Halo Infinite's multiplayer is really good. It's just yeah. what's happened with its multiplayer is it turned into they're trying to follow this whole monetization thing, and I just don't think they were ready for it. No. Um. And I'm still cheer for Halo because I'll tell you right now, I still think Halo's multiplayer plays better. And in some way, and the other thing about Halo, which I, I hate to say this, but like it is more skill based 
than I think any other shooter. And I think that turns it off a little bit. And people are like, oh, that makes no sense. But what I'm getting at is like literally in games such as Apex Legends, which you can, oh, it's got more skill. You can come into an altercation where a dude has, you know, it's called a red shield, right? Which is yeah. 75% more health than you have. Yep. From the get-go. And that could be an altercation. Yes, Halo has an overshield, but you have to fight for the overshield and everyone knows where it's at. Yep. And it's a power play. Same thing with all the weapons across the board. It's an arena-based shooter. There's no over like overbearing weapon that you can bring into it, which is yep. what Destiny had a problem with. Literally, when I played Destiny 1, every update, it was like, we nerfed this to beef this because everyone used it. I remember, I think it was called the Thorn, dude. Everybody, I'm not even kidding you, in multiplayer was using that weapon. Every single person... Then it was the next weapon was some kind of assault rifle. Then it was another weapon. So it was just like if you didn't use it, you couldn't compete. Yeah. And it's really hard in a game that's supposed to be loot-based, right? And you have all these legendary weapons. So I think they need to have another IP and actually get back to the roots and actually bring in something that's going to be more arena-based. And it really blows my mind because, honestly, Microsoft would have been better off acquiring Bungie in weird ways because of the actual history they had with it, and they could actually be like, hey, guys, remember that old game you used to play with? Let's get some work on that. You know, let's do some yeah. stuff with it. Because um, I, I know everybody's making jokes, like Crash Bandicoot, which was a PlayStation IP originally, is now, yeah, now Microsoft. Owned by, owned by Microsoft. But, like, Halo, people who created it are now owned by, you know, and it's, I don't know, it's pretty wild. So, also, I was thinking of the other things, and I don't know if you know this or heard even more about it, but I remember if it wasn't, I believe it was Tencent, did they not invest a huge amount of money into an original IP from them? From Bungie? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a pretty good portion of money that they invested into Bungie, and they owned a certain percentage of Bungie as well. I have no idea. Oh, I'm going to look this up, make sure I'm not wrong. No, um, no, you're good. You're good. But I, I, I don't know. My overall though. thoughts on this is that they overpaid because they only own one IP and it's Destiny. And it was NetEase. They're Sorry, not going to make way. Destiny not multi-platform. So, yep. But it was NetEase. NetEase invested a quite a huge chunk. I don't even know who NetEase is. They're the ones that make all those old MMO RPGs. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, like they'd be like free to play that everybody would download every other day, and you'd get like some kind of malware in your computer. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Um, and I believe it was supposed to be Bungie's Net Project. Does it have a name? So there, this was a 2018. Oh, so is that, that, project, that arena shooter that everybody's talking about? I don't know. I think I'm, they're I'm making like too. a hero shooter or something. Yeah. Well, it has to be coming to light too soon. And maybe they have a lot of belief in that though, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, if, you know, if we, if PlayStation ends up losing uh, Call of Duty and stuff, they at least now have you know, two studios that are really good at first-person shooters. Well, Microsoft actually came out and said they are not planning on yeah, taking even after the deal. Bit, but, um, yeah. So the only thing I see, and people are like, why would you spend $90 billion on it? First of all, it doesn't matter because Game Pass is growing, and that's going to be the draw. Either yeah. PC Game Pass or, you know, hey, new Call of Duty, literally it's free. And it's not literally free, I understand that, and everybody makes that mistake constantly. Yeah. But... If you already have that as a sunk cost, for instance, and I almost call it a sunk cost because let's yeah. say you, you know you're going to pay fifteen dollars a month, it's going to be there for you, yeah. right? So that's that's dope. And I think personally, I know it's not supposed to be done until 2023, I believe the next call uh, the this deal, like the full merger acquisition. Yeah. But if they speed it up to the point, or even get to the point to where, just imagine, dude, going into this holiday season on Modern Warfare Two, 
if they get far enough along where Microsoft has, or even better yet, this would be even better, because they still have the marketing rights as PlayStation. PlayStation yeah. has whatever, you know, PS Direct or whatever you call it, at the very, you know, it shows the new Modern Warfare 2 trailer. Yeah. Everybody's dope. Boom, November 17th. I don't know what the date is. Yeah. And then a really tiny day one Game Pass launch. <laughs> dude, how sick would that be, dude? That, they would, just, that just would never dude. happen. Well, you'd rather do it that way than Microsoft literally right after be like, hey, by the way, this is coming day one Game Pass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would rather not even show that Game Pass was a part of that. Well, uh, they did for MLB The Show. I know. I know they did. I still think you know? that's a stupid-ass um, decision. But. And now MLB The Show is coming to the Switch. Into the, I uh, Switch. That. I know. That's a good thing. And we'll, we'll dive into that, too. But, yeah, my overall thoughts is it's weird. Um, I think they're like you said they're trying to protect themselves because and um, I saw that guy you sent me the video of it and a lot of people were pretty against that dude's thought including like yeah. a bunch of IGN people I saw a bunch of other people saying how dumb it is from what he was kind of alluding to yeah because um, they are doing a aggressive move I guess or aggressive market moves to be able to make more and more market share gain more and more market yeah, yeah, yeah. share um, and push the industry in a different direction that they want to see fit yeah um Whereas he was kind of he was alluding to like the whole idea of you know Sony can't keep up and someone price them out and they say no as long as like do we know Sony's not going anywhere? Yeah. Second to that, Nintendo is literally the best selling console now. Probably going to pass was it was not Play, PlayStation Two or no, PS Four? Probably within this month. Who knows, man? It may even pass because again, I'm going to bleed this into the next thing with what was announced at the direct. Some retirement homes, man. They're going to be looking at their kids and be like, "Remember that Wii Sports? Like, mm-hmm. give me that new one, man. Me and you know Uncle Joe over here want to play some tennis again. Like, mm-hmm. dude, that thing is it's selling like hotcakes. Yep. I do not see Sony going away just because Microsoft wants to do some kind of price aggression to get more market share, buy up you know competitors. And second to that, man, if Sony ever got to that point, man. Nintendo and Sony get back together. I think I mentioned this to you. Yeah. And literally just be like, hey, we're going to help you create a higher definition Switch. This Switch will have all the first party um, Nintendo games on it still. Yeah. But what we're going to do within this partnership is it'll be like, you know, in tandem, hopefully created with Sony. So it will be yeah. maybe a better, more 4K ish, you know, product. But then we're just going to put, you know, we'll switch IPs and say, hey, Nintendo could be on. Hypothetically, Nintendo. I said I said that wrong, but Nintendo would be on PS6, for instance. Yeah. So you're racing Mario Kart 10. Well, actually, it'll probably be nine be because that game. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. But it'd be insane. But I'm just saying, like, if they did that instantly, even a partnership, it doesn't even have to be a merger acquisition kind of thing. Yeah. Immediately, I don't care how big Microsoft is at that point, it would become like Eastern this massive Eastern publisher company, Nintendo, Sony, and then this massive Western, which would just be. Microsoft. Yeah. Um, now, like I said, I don't think it'll happen because I think Sony has enough IP right now to at least carry it through for sure. Yeah. Um, I think also a lot of people, Epic Games, I believe also is becoming a massive publisher and I think they're growing and growing and they're going to have a lot to say too. Like I yeah. think they might become the next four out of the big four. I mean, I guess you can still well, argue Tencent, Steam, right? Isn't it? Um, is it Epic Games owned do, by Tencent? I, no, no, no. They own... Uh, Tencent has some shares in it, but it's not it's not a high amount. 
Gotcha. As in, like, where they have any, like, voting power, I guess. But I don't know, dude. It's, it is – the cool thing about it is, I will say, is, like, the gaming industry was stagnant for a while, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. And with Microsoft getting beat up pretty bad by the PlayStation 4, man, they went to the gym, they pumped some iron, and they're they coming 40% out now. Oh, actually, that's a lot more than I thought. Yeah. For the Epic? Yeah. I don't know Man, that's right down the road for me, man. We're going to go some, like, Chinese communism running up on our streets soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, sorry, I'm not saying that offensively. And if anyone took it that way, I'd just make it a joke because we live in the same state that uh, Epic Games is in. Yeah. Or headquartered in. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, it's crazy. Bungie, who knows? Everything that it says are, as of right now, existing multi-platform games will be multi-platform. Same yeah. thing with what Microsoft said with Activision. So in a weird way, it's just like, why'd you acquire them in the first place? Now, again, Microsoft makes more sense because they want to push this Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bungie one right now for Sony, unless like they have a couple things in the pipeline that's about to come out. Like I, I don't understand that one too much, and definitely the amount that they paid. Because it is kind of like, I don't know, what are you necessarily acquiring? But a lot of people will say they're just trying to you know acquire their what do you call it, their knowledge within that space of creating an ongoing game. Because Sony did, again, this is another thing, but they launched, what is it, 2025? They were hoping to have 10 ongoing live service games. Yeah. So, I mean, that doesn't, it I mean, doesn't hurt to have Destiny. fun on your side. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Destiny's, I mean, I'm just saying, like, they're probably the first one to do it, right, in some yep. extent, outside of an MMORPG, we'll say. Um, so, like, you are bringing in a lot of knowledge there, and that can help. And that's pretty cool, too, because I think you're going to have some IPs, by the way, come back from Sony. Mm-hmm. And I hope you're listening, Sony. But just, dude, Twisted Metal, yeah. ongoing service. You I can add card. that. Nope. It would be sick, though. It would like, be sick, but... Metal, man. Like, we saw what happened to good. Destruction All-Stars. Not going to happen. This, not going to sell second, well. Not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong on that, but this, but it does got some IP. You know, no, I love, you know, I love Twisted Metal. For, no, but, no doubt about it. It's an iconic franchise, but... You yeah. want to make money and you want a live service really. game. I don't think Twisted Metal's the answer. And PlayStation needs to do this yesterday, by the way. Dreams. Yeah. Drop it for free, man. Like, you, yeah. you, that game will explode being free. Yep. Because um, there's some NPC dope projects. Like Put it on yes, PC. I mean, like, there's and a let lot it be cross-play between the two. Yep. I think it would be really cool if you really wanted to compete. I kind of say this, but I don't want to say this. Yeah. But SOCOM, bring it back. Yeah, I wouldn't really want it to be a live service because I'd rather have because the old SOCOMs are pretty dope, man. You had a squad, you could there, you could command yeah. everybody. You, you know, it's pretty much like the PlayStation Ghost Recon, right? Like yeah, for yeah, the yeah. hardcore players, and that stuff was really really cool. So, but yeah, they, they're sitting on a ton of IP, a ton of stuff that they can make into some kind of live service. Um, yeah. I think one of the first ones they're going to drop, well, and I think the actually. reason why you're seeing this. I do think The Last of Us could be live service. The second one, I believe, is the Gorilla Games, where I believe they're doing a Monster Hunter style um, mm. Horizon. Um, they've been doing that. They've been working on it since maybe 18, 19, I believe. I could see that. Um, and they keep hiring for even more, like, more, excuse more me, like, multiple stuff. So that would be a really cool one. You don't think Killzone's coming back? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you could do Killzone too. And I think Sony could do something like this, which makes yeah. it even better because of how strong their individual IPs right now for single player is. Yeah. Like that to me works where you're, if you're wanting to do a live service 
and you can get the best of both worlds. Like, just be like, hey, we're dropping The Last of Us Part Three. Yes, it's seventy dollars, but here comes the update of The Last of Us, whatever you call it, um, remake factions or whatever. Yeah, no, like factions packed in. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be a, no, I'm talking about it could be out for three years already. Yeah, and then you're just updating it with a new content, The Last of Us Part Three. Yeah, so like. Same thing with Horizon. Be like, hey, we just uh, dropped Forbidden West. Aloy's next story is coming out in three years, but right now you can join up because there's like four or five clans already in the game. Yeah. Which clan do you want to be? You know, yeah. bring your clan ranking up. Go out there and take out the best score. Like, build the best gear. Yeah, that could See, be cool. Have, like, You're right. You're right. That would be cool. Yeah, because Ghost of Tsushima did it already. I was about to say Ghost of Tsushima. I mean, they might just do that with the next one. Yeah, they just haven't played that game either. Not, so. Yeah. I'm just saying they just got to separate it, like Warzone separated from Call of Duty. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So you buy Last of Us for the single player, but automatically, no matter what, it's already free to play for our yeah. ongoing service. So that way, even if you're not even caring to play the single player, you can still bring people into that universe. So, Sony, just contact me up, six figure salary, <laughs> let's go. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, the Nintendo Direct, uh, anything that caught your eye on that? With me, it was just Mario yeah. Kart, and I'm going to buy the Mario Kart DLC because you got me. You got me, Nintendo. You took my money. Congratulations. First thing is, Nintendo, dude, whatever they did and how they did it, and even the spacing and pacing of what they're doing with your games, man, it is masterclass of how the industry should run. Yeah. First of all, and Nintendo also drops almost unanimously at least working games. Very rarely do you get a broken game from a first party. Yeah. Phenomenal. Dude... This Direct, first of all, they still are saying Breath of the Wild 2022. Mm-hmm. The latest release was the beginning of September for Xenoblades 3. So we don't know their October no- or November. And Nintendo has been pretty notorious for dropping December games, too. Our, so first of all, that was exciting in some ways. Because I'm like, damn, obviously we're either getting Breath of the Wild 2 or some other big heavy hitter in the fall, right? Yeah. Uh, again, speculation say Pokemon. I know Pokemon Day is coming up. So we'll probably get a Let's Go. Who knows? I think it'd be cooler if we just did a DLC for Arceus and said, hey, here's Kanto region. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. That would be cool. But that was my first thought was like, this is exciting because, man, they brought some heat already for the first half of this year, dude. Yeah. Mario Strikers, one of the first, only games I played on the Wii Online, dude, loved that game. Yeah. And now they're dropping a new one that looks even more sick. And just what kind of party game can you have where you're sitting there literally, hey, guys, I got one Switch. I think it was eight players. Let's yeah. play Mario Strikers. Whatever the end of the score is, you know, the loser has to take the amount of shots that we scored against you. <laughs> I'm just already thinking of some dope stuff for it, dude. Yeah. So that game right there is pretty exciting. I kind of want to see how much more they have going into it because it really was – if it's just like, hey, here's the game. You can play – you know, it's just multiplayer. You earn equipment. Or are yeah. we going to actually have, like, cups and stuff? Because I believe the old one you actually played through kind of like you do in Mario Kart. You yeah. do the, you know, the tours or whatever to get the cups. I guess it is cups in Mario Kart. But, yeah. like, are we actually going to have where some kind of single player – it doesn't have to be, like, the Mario Kart RPG style with their aiming for, but at least have some kind of progression system that gets pretty, you know, challenging. Um, so I was kind of excited for that. The other big one is Switch Sports. Oh, yeah. Dude. Sports sequel. And it's, it's online. Yep. The only one I don't have on it right now, which I thought was really interesting, is no boxing. Oh, really? Very surprised about that one because I was like, dude, you tell me some boxing, let me connect across the world. Is golf on there? Dude, be, golf is coming in the fall, so it's going to be an update after oh, the fact. Okay. Yeah, so I think they added soccer, which I don't believe was on there prior to. How do you then do they soccer? Added, 
Do you strap them to your legs? Do you use the straps from the Wii uh, Fit Ring? No, it comes strap with the strap. Strap it to your feet? And... Yeah, no, this game comes with a strap, too. So they're going to allow you to put it on your leg. Yeah. Nice. So who knows? The soccer one still is kind of weird. I'm not really... I was about to say, what, is it like you're going to kick the ball? And yeah. The other person yeah, who's got a controller know. has to, like, block it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. But we'll see on that one. But the tennis, the bowling... Um, Volleyball, like all that stuff looks pretty dope. Um, and again, they're adding soccer, golf. So it's, dude, it's going to sell easy right no, now. I can sell. guarantee it. This year alone, I'm going to say at least 10, 10 million. But yeah. by the time the Switch lives on, I can see almost a 50% attach rate to it. Not even joking. So that could be up to 50 million on that game, dude. Um, so yeah, that was pretty exciting. Um, and then honestly, the only other one I want to throw out here, the new Kirby game. Is this is, is this going to be the like Super Mario sixty four of Kirby's where it's going to just take it to a new level? Yeah, like I'm I'm excited for it, dude. It looks good. It looks funny too when he eats a car <laughs> <laughs> or a comb. But yeah, it looks pretty dope. So yeah. and there's all this stuff too, dude. I used to play Advance Wars. I'm excited for it. I'm gonna pick it up. Yeah. Um, the Project Triangle Strategy, you know, it looks pretty dope. I'll probably end up picking it up down the road. Um, that game probably ended up coming to some other services too, though. So that's kind of why I'm a little hesitant on it because right. who knows if it's a year exclusive. Uh, Octopath Traveler was on Game Pass. I know it sounds weird, but I'm like, maybe I'll just leave for Game Pass. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> there's quite a. I, I thought it was very impressive. Direct. If you're a Switch owner, lots of good stuff. As a hardcore Switch owner, I feel like the only one that really would probably stick out was Kirby. Outside of that, we everything else. PlayStation was weird. Showcase. We haven't had one of those in a while. Oh, we have for Gran Turismo, but I don't think And you had Gran one Turismo. for, um, oh yeah, you didn't, we didn't even mention that. The Project Tokyo Ghostwire, whatever it's called. Yeah, I ain't watched uh, that. They had one for that, too. It looks all right. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I was like, I don't care. It Same looks all right. Gran Turismo. Turismo, I, I try my cool. best to get into Gran Turismo. I got Gran Turismo 5. I got Gran Turismo Sport. I even got the VR version of Gran Turismo Sport. Not not for me. Yeah. It's too realistic. Not for me. Um, they didn't, I don't think they weren't releasing anything big just because you got Horizon coming out, so they didn't yeah. want to kind of you they know what I'm overshadow it. And honestly, I think they might as well just wait towards close to E3, like what they've been doing, and dropping yeah. one either before or after. Because with PlayStation, unless you know some other things that they're sitting on, the only thing I can think of is you're going to do a God of War showcase, <laughs> yep. and then more than likely you're going to do The Last of Us. Yeah. Um, and you're going to show whatever that new multiplayer gaming or whatever yep. that you know will be. Show um, me more Spider Man. Yeah, but is this supposed to be well, Spider Man supposed to be twenty twenty two? No. Spider Man is not supposed to be twenty twenty two though. Hey guys, don't bark. My dog's about to bark. Sorry, no, listeners. They no, like to bark at people. No, I think but yeah, that's dude, probably it, next year. Yeah, well I that's the other thing, man. We PlayStation has Spider Man. And I think you sent me that meme, right? Where it was just like yeah, yeah. I have nothing left but <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> So that, was, that was pretty dope. So there's a lot going on. This has been the craziest 2022. I, I guess we picked game. a great time and to start the podcast back up. That's for sure. A long time, and it's just fun to um, I don't know dive into it. I'll just make a quick announcement because I know we need to wrap this up. Yeah, and I know we are going to go to Sacred Symbols. Yeah, that'll be fun uh, in March. That'll be fun. Maybe if we get more following and stuff. Or is it March or April? Wanna... It's April, right? 
April. Yeah, it's April. But April. maybe we can uh, meet up with some people. We get even more followers that like this. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be fun. <laughs> or whatnot. Spread the name a little bit. Um, yeah. Not use it as a marketing opportunity, but I am. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> but I mean, no, that's, you know, we, we, I'm we excited. I've never been to Richmond, so I'm, I'm excited to, you know, hit up some places yeah. and stuff like that and hang out with you, of course. Yeah. We need to look at hotels and stuff eventually, but um, yeah, we got time. I mean, we like to drive back that night, too. It don't even matter. We'll figure it out. But yeah. um, just to fill out real quick, because I, I know it's kind of a weird world, and some people will be like, oh, you listen to that podcast. Well, we're done with you guys. And then the other half is like, you listen to that one. Oh, we're on board. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, I think that's silly. Um, we still listen to Kind of Funny. We still yeah. listen to Beyond Here. I, I don't do as much IGN as I used to. No, um, me either. I, I occasionally uh, I, will listen to a game scoop just to hear Damon's voice again. But yeah, I like game scoop still. Um, and from and I'm not saying because we don't know the individuals. Yeah. Um, Beyond, it's just kind of one of those weird things where you, you're going to you can get just as much PlayStation experts, I guess you would say, with other PlayStation um, yeah. podcasts that exist. Um, now, podcast, like the Xbox one, I still listen to a little bit just because it's, at one point it was the only, it was the PlayStation Beyond of the PS3 era at one point. Yeah. When Xbox was just sucking, right? So <laughs> I still, uh, podcast sound a lot, that's what it is. So I still listen to it quite a bit. Um, yeah, we're just, as, like I said, we're just, we're fluid. We like everything. It doesn't matter who, what you do. Um, Second symbols. We are both Colin guys just because we thought he was a little more He's against smart. the norm. He's smart. You know? He's a smart um, man. And there's just this kind of thing, like, I'm not saying, you know, if he did or did what was wrong, that's for you to decide. But, like, he was very smart, very knowledgeable. I actually thought he was hilarious when him and Greg were together. And that's oh, one yeah, of those things where, hilarious. like, I thought it was phenomenal. Um, they had a I great Chris, chemistry together steps up pretty well because if you actually listen to that podcast it's very diverse when it comes to ideologies like it just is because one of the guys is very one way and then colin and it's funny is colin's really not that way like he's socially libertarian if anything and it's just he just gets a bad rap for a bad rap and i'm not saying saying defending what we're trying to do because if we want to go see a dope live podcast we're going to go see it right yeah yeah first time we've done it we actually talked about doing the kind of funny just back in the end we didn't have enough money <laughs> yeah well <laughs> you know, we didn't have enough money and you know you're gonna have to go all the way to california and that's not fun yeah so it's just kind of cool because now it's on our coast at least one portion of it <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. But, now if my company pays for me to go out to california because we have another office out there then i might go out there and dig around i'd try to time it around one of those events or something if i could <laughs> <laughs> But that'll be good. But thank you so much for listening to the Devil's Advocate podcast. Uh, be sure to tune in uh, next week. Uh, we'll probably be talking about a little more about Horizon, most likely, right, Keaton? Uh, talking about Horizon and hopefully whatever other craziness is happening out there in the gaming world. Uh, be sure to click the little subscribe button if you're on the podcast app. Uh, leave us a review. Uh, do the five stars if you can. Um, and we'll see you next time. Bye.